Hey there. Thank you for creating time to tune in to today's episode. My name is Adriana, and this is the PMDD podcast. I am warning listeners that there may be sensitive topics surrounding mental health and health procedures. The content here is for informational purposes only, and because each person is so unique, please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions. Thank you for tuning into this episode. Today, we have Caroline on the show. Welcome, lovely. Hi, I'm so happy to be here chatting to you and, and to, share my, to share my story. Oh, it's I'm I'm super thrilled about this because it's a we're going to be going diving into it, but it's something that I've been this what we're going to be talking about is a, a practice that I've definitely been um, getting more interested in um, in recent months. So, first of all, where are you in the world? So I am living in a real slice of paradise in South Africa. Um couple of hours away from Cape Town. So I, yeah, yeah, not so long ago, about two years ago, so it's been a while actually, finally made the bold move to get out of the city. That's something that had been calling me for a long time. And up until then, I've been living between Berlin and Cape Town, traveling back and forth, sort of from summer to summer. But I'm now living in a beautiful place, just surrounded by nature and um, yeah, for the last two years, um, I've been living here, I've been able to put down some roots, something that I wasn't really able to do before then. I think I was always in the state, this perpetual state of running, really struggling to to sit with myself and to be in one place because there was all this inner discomfort, you know, I would get itchy after mm-hmm. being in one place for too long. And with all the shifts that have happened in my life um, on this healing journey, uh, yeah, it was no longer necessary for me to run. So <laughs> what I loved about that was as soon as I invited you to talk about where you are, your face just lit up. You're just. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's it. I found my, I found my place. It's taken me so long, but you know, I think I'm finally as cheesy as it sounds. I'm more at home with myself than I, that I've ever been. So it also, I guess, kind of makes sense that I'm also mm. at home in, you know, in the in the world. And I found my, I've just, I found my home, and it's such a beautiful place. And maybe one day you get to come and visit. Oh, I I just got goosebumps. I would love to. <laughs> <laughs> and so, where where in your cycle are you at the moment? So, um. I think my period actually might arrive today or tomorrow. Um, it's just, it's just around, it's really, it's just around the corner. And yeah, that's just pretty incredible considering that a few years ago, I would have been in such a different state, you know, the day before my period or the day, the day of, um, Yeah. And I'm just, I'm feeling good. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be having this chat with you. If it would have been, yeah, if it would have been three years ago, I probably would not be chatting right now, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. 
yeah. As soon as you said that, I was like, wow. Yeah, you definitely, because I mean, obviously we're doing this over Zoom, so we get to chat face to face. Um, and you definitely don't look like someone that is, you know, in self-care week or even the day before, um, you know, in that suffering stage. So, I mean, I guess that's a beautiful set, you know, that's a this is a beautiful pathway into maybe sharing your um, PMDD story. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, PMDD and I go way, 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 way back um, to my early teens and I'm 40, 42 now. Um, and I think it got triggered when I started to take birth control. Mm. Um, I can't be absolutely sure, but I think it was that big hormonal, um, uh, yeah, the introduction of those hormones that, that triggered it for me. And, but it was a long time until I actually put two and two together and figured out that the shifts that were happening in my life were taking place in what I now know is the luteal phase. So for, for over 20 years, I yeah, experienced yeah, all the symptoms that women with PMDD are familiar with. So really just feeling so depressed and withdrawn, a lot of, uh, a lot of anger and rage. And uh, I developed all sorts of coping mechanisms, um, really destructive ones, eating disorder, self-harm. I turned to alcohol and drugs, the, the works, um, suicidal ideation, and just couldn't really figure out what it was. And it, was, it wasn't until I think I was in my, my 20s that I started to find some things online. I, you know, I came across, or maybe even later than that, um, I came across my first, the first uh, PMDD uh, groups on Facebook. And for the first time realized I wasn't alone in this, that there were other women going through the exact same thing as me. And this was just, this was incredible and a very helpful starting point just to know that I wasn't alone in it. Um, and so I started to feel, yeah, I don't know, a little bit, yeah, a bit of, a bit of hope, I guess. Um and yeah, then I started, I was doing all the things, um, taking the supplements, trying to get enough sleep, uh, regular exercise. Um, I did therapy, antidepressants, um, but nothing had lasting effect and there would be there were times in between where I thought that I'd found the magic solution take this do that da, 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 da. and there you have it and I would go into these Facebook groups and share guys I, or girls <laughs> I found I found it this is what you've got to do um and only to you know be hit by such a powerful wave the following month, all the symptoms coming back. So none of these things had lasting effect for me. And as I reached my 30s, my late 30s, the symptoms had become so severe 
um, they're really intensified as I as I grew older um, in terms of how long they were lasting and how severe they had become. And at some point, I just reached the bottom of rock bottom. Um, and yeah, there's suicidal ideations, you know, they were really, they were just really knocking louder than ever. And I was really contemplating um, ending things. And I guess in that moment, what happened was that there was another voice, a louder voice that said, no, this cannot be, you know, um, I cannot, it cannot be that I suffered for so long for nothing. Um, and I guess what happened in that moment was, or what, until that point, I think what had been happening was that I was resisting what I was going through. I was resisting PMDD. And as we know, what we resist persists, you know, we feed energy into the very thing that we are resisting. So I guess in that moment, I experienced maybe this, acceptance or unconditional acceptance this is what is this is what I'm going through accept it and that doesn't mean it's a passive acceptance but I think in the moment that you accept something it unlocks the doors it's like a key to your I don't know to to maybe your higher to your to your higher self so I accepted it but not passively and with that came in this, I don't know, this willingness to um, just really just, yeah, to, to face things and to, to realize that it must be there for a reason and must have something to teach me. Um, and from there, things, I guess, things just started to shift. And I started to find different information Online, I started to spend less time on these PMDD Facebook groups and, um, yeah, all sorts of amazing things just started coming my way that helped me to sort of shift my perspective and my understanding around uh, chronic illness and um, the power that we have to heal ourselves. Um, and yeah, this is when things started to 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 shift for me. Mm. I can tell everyone's on the edge of their seat. They're like, so tell <laughs> okay, because <laughs> I'm like, what, what happened? <laughs> and that's the thing. Sometimes I wish I could just hand over this like night, this neaty little package box with all that, with you know, with some really simple answers like you got to do this step one step two step three and then you will be healed and that's the thing I guess with the healing with the healing journey that is that it's such an individual process for all of us and we all have to we all have our own path to follow but there are some sort of turning points or key points in my journey that I can share and then of course my hope in doing that is that it can offer, just offer some hope and inspiration to women who are still struggling to to let women know that you know we've been fed this narrative that we need to outsource our power to other people to the i don't know to the doctors in the white coats that we don't uh, or that we need to have we need to remove parts of ourselves that we need to remove organs uh or that we need to take 
pearls. And I'm not here now to bash any of these things. As I've said, it's we're all on our own journey and it's not that one thing is right or one that is wrong. But what works for me, because I tried so many of those things, what worked for me was, yeah, reclaiming my power. And what helped me to do that, and this is what I would really encourage as a starting point if you are maybe at a place in your PMD journey where PMDD journey where you feel like you've tried all of these things you know that are that you've been recommended um and you haven't gotten anywhere with those things um get online listen to podcasts like these do some digging do the research find stories of women's success stories of women who have healed themselves. It doesn't necessarily need to be from PMDD, but the beautiful thing is today compared to when I started on my journey, there's so much more information out there that's readily available. So many women today sharing their story, people like you doing, you know, creating these incredibly powerful platforms. Um, So that is what I started to do. I, I really started to seek out stories of women who were either healed from PMDD or were really starting to see progress, from, uh, relief from their symptoms. And in my particular case, it was a YouTube video that I, that I came across of someone sharing her story of how she started to heal with PMDD. And as much as I would love to share that with everyone listening now, for, for whatever personal reason she she has taken she has taken it down, um, but there are so many other stories out there. So just get out there, find those stories because that's where magic happens when you see someone else what who's healed or has something to share. It can, you know, what can happen is you think. If she can do it, then just maybe, maybe, maybe I can do it too. And that's exactly what happened for me. I had no idea how I was going to do it. But in that moment, I decided if she can do it, I can do it. Um, I I love how you just like, it gave me um, goosebumps when you just said like reclaiming your power. I was like, oh, yeah. Good one. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't, yeah. And that's exactly what I, I, now thinking about it, it's exactly what I did, but I didn't realize I was doing it at the time. Mm. Yeah. That's all. That's the beauty when, when we can, when we can look back then and reflect. So a lot of the things that I, I'm going to be sharing. I didn't have that clarity in the moment. I didn't realize, oh, that's what was happening and that's what was happening. But I can see it now and I can see, all these sort of breadcrumbs and stepping stones that helped to sort of lead me to these sort of transformative, uh, life-changing moments. Um, so tell us, but, tell yeah. us what you did. Tell us what 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 happened. How this transformation so, happened. So, um, I started to. I also I just started to. Um, uh, read books. Two incredible people that I can recommend. Um, 
Bruce, Bruce Lipton and Dr. Joe Dispenza, all about the really empowering, empowering books and empowering people to, yeah, information to, to empower yourself of how, how you can change, how you can heal yourself by changing your thoughts, by changing your beliefs, these programs that are running our lives. Um, but before I go into that, what happened was at some point then I was guided to this incredible woman. Um, and all, all these things just started coming at the right time when I sort of showed the universe that I was ready to take responsibility, full responsibility for my life, for my healing, for my journey. Um, and so this incredible woman, Daphne, who lives in Israel, um, I was sort of guided to her and um, we started having sessions online. At that point, I was living in Berlin. She's in Israel and um, she works with a, a number of different uh, modalities um, she combines tools from energy healing, acupressure, kinesiology, and um, a method called the IPEC method, I-P-E-C. And if she comes onto your podcast talk, which would be just so incredible, you know, she I will let her go into to, to all of that. But that method works with reprogramming our cellular memory and this is so key and this is what I've come to to learn and to understand is um, that our trauma lives in our cells it lives in our bodies um, and that's why often things like conventional therapy can only get us so far because the trauma doesn't live in our mind. It's it's deep down in our subconscious and our deepest layers and our pain body. And so when we can reprogram those cells, mm. that's when things can start to shift. So with Daphne, and again, this is just, this is my personal story. These are just the people that, she's just one of the people that came into my life. And it's not like one method or one healing modality trump, trumps another. It's just what is right for you. But I started having regular sessions with her. And I think, first of all, just being with someone who could really see me, I felt hurt, uh, heard. I wasn't, I didn't feel judged. I felt understood. Just being mm -hmm. held in that compassionate space, um, that was so huge already. And quite early on in, then in the sessions, I had this, incredible we had this incredible session I didn't realize it at the time but then when I look back I could see that this was the day when my life changed it was like this before and after um just just absolutely incredible um yeah, we were, it was in the session we were just we were talking about traumatic experiences that had happened in my life um already going back to the time in the womb you know I lost I lost my twin my twin sister just before birth um and then traumatic experience that I had during during childhood and um I had this belief 
I guess I was coded with this belief that I didn't deserve to be here. I carried a lot of guilt around the loss of my sister, that it was somehow my fault. Um, and I've also learned that this can be, it's quite common with twin loss, this, this, this belief or this feeling of not, deserve, not deserving to be here. Um, and so we were talking about all of these things and then we somehow started to talk about past lives. And at that stage in my journey, I don't know how open I was to all of that, but I was, I, I remained open. I, I did remain open to it, but I don't know how much of it. Yeah. I, I remained open. Let me just say, um, but just hearing about all of that suffering that I potentially also experienced in past lives. I had this moment that was so profound. I realized I've suffered so much. I don't need to suffer anymore. Um, and that was just so huge. It was like in that moment, this, uh, this, this belief that I've been carrying for so long just started to dissolve um and that was the last time I could see when I look back that I ever had a PMDD episode wow. um that was, that was that was in August 2018 so it's been over three years of not having any PMDD episodes and that's after living with PMDD for over 20 years um it's not now to say that I had this one miracle session and then that was my work done. No, it's been an ongoing journey, lots of hard work, lots of commitment, persistence. Um, I actually continued to see Daphne regularly in the beginning, once a week, and then less regularly afterwards, but probably for about two years, because there was just so much other stuff, so many other layers to peel back. Um, and around about the same time that I met Daphne, I came across Natalie and her Red Tent program. And I know you've already had an amazing talk with her on your podcast. Yeah. Um, and I just thought, let me just go for it fully. At that point, you know, I was just ready to do everything that I could for my, for my healing, for my healing journey. And um, yeah, so I won't go into too much about what she does because your viewers can, I guess, listen to to that podcast but she works with a healing modality called rtt rapid transformational therapy yes. which involves uh, uh yeah regression therapy hypnosis and also yeah going back to the root what is the source code of our pain of our wounds because you know a lot of the other things that we do or that we are recommended, they only deal with the symptoms, with the surface. And for lasting healing and change, we need to dig deep and update these subconscious beliefs that have been, yeah, running our lives. Um, and so that's exactly what happened with, with, with Natalie during my first RTT session. I, I was taken back to uh, being a baby or young, a toddler, two, about two years old, um, lying in my cot and feeling so incredibly alone. I felt the suffocating 
weight on my my chest it was just so intense and then all of a sudden went back even further back to my birth um and yeah during the session and with Natalie sort of guiding me and holding space for me so beautifully I was able to rewrite the story that had been running my life um to sort of hold myself this 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 wounded child this inner child and to hold it compassionately and to yeah to rewrite the story that I, that I had been believing for so long and um yeah I, I don't know if I mentioned that already yes that we that we carry everything in ourselves in our bodies and in our subconscious and the thing is that we are not 90 yeah we are not aware of most of these unconscious beliefs that are running that are running our lives and often these things that we are carrying don't are not even ours um because yeah, the science yeah. of epigenetics has shown that we are carrying everything in our cells in our dna that happened up to 14 generations back so you know things that our things that my great great grandmother was going through or things that my mother was experiencing when i was in my womb these things are were affecting were, were affecting my life for example my grandmother my grandmother she was alone in in dresden in germany during the war pregnant with my mum um she must have been feeling pretty abandoned and alone and terrified there were bombs going off while she was pregnant while my mom was being born um when my mom felt pregnant sorry that's my dog <laughs> when my mom totally felt, fine <laughs> when my mom felt pregnant with me um oh, my father had no intention of staying with her and so there was, he spoke about her having having an abortion you know so all of these things I carried and I've had to work on this stuff and heal these things so that my daughter won't have to you know we can we can totally. break these we can happen so it's such beautiful and power and powerful work that we have the opportunity to do here PNDD when we're in the throes of it feels like the greatest curse um and I don't want to diminish any of that suffering but within that pain and within that suffering it also offers us such a potential to do such incredible healing you know the, the suffering can be such a catalyst um to heal um so absolutely, absolutely. and it's interesting the the whole I mean a lot of things that you have spoken about past lives and belief systems trauma in the cells etc you know it's something that I, I I think what you you have said you said earlier was that you, you kind of were open to it but at the time it's like yeah it's well for me when I heard about all those things I'm like yeah I'm not ready for that I mean, I, I'm 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 working on this modality at the moment, and this is pretty. And let's say woo woo for me, <laughs> and um, I, I will get to that. It, it will always come up, right? Because once you start going on the journey, on the awakened journey, on the conscious journey, you're you're bound to get there, kind of thing. And um, and yeah, I, but I also want to reflect on the thing. And you said that you know, if we had if we had been Daphna or if Natalie had come into your life 
the right at the beginning of your journey, you probably would have been like, absolutely not. That's like that would have been that's what happened to me. The woo woo appeared at the beginning. Yes. I was like, no, 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 no. I need the I, I need the quick fix. The phys- I needed to feel better now. Give me it now. Yeah, and yeah. the things that, but we go through those all those mode. Um, you know, all those processes and and everything at the start. Um, And they all assist us to that final destination where a Natalie or a Daphne come in and then it all kind of pieces together beautifully Um, because I've had many and very recently too, many people like, how did you do it? How did you get symptom free? And I'm Mm -hmm. like, I can't give, like you've got to go on the roadmap your own because if I started talking about you know all the woo-woo stuff that I'm doing now and everything it just it wouldn't resonate with a lot of people a lot of people yeah that's that's so beautifully explained um and that's also that's that's been my experience you know I've been sharing my story in the hope of offering that lifeline to women and some women with some women, it's really resonated and it's gone on to help them. Um, and then in other cases, it's been a, quite a different experience where women have lashed out at me, made all sorts of accusations. Um, oh, well, then you never had PMDD in the first place or you're trying to sell something. Uh, and, yeah, it, I have to admit it. It, it sort of stung in the beginning and I would devote a lot of energy to sort of ex- trying to explain myself and trying to convince these women. And then I realized, you know, pretty soon on, that's not my job, first of all. And we're, yeah, we all need to do it in our own time. And some women are sort of ripe for that, for, for these other processes. And others, maybe you still need to do the the therapy the this the this the that I mean look it took me 20 years to reach this point so I get it you know um and and I needed that therapy as well it was just it was a it was a stepping stone for me to get to where I am now and also a lot of these things can sound really way out there and woo woo but the the thing is actually there's a lot of science to behind all these things just look yeah just for women who this may some of these things may be new to just look up the relatively new science of epigenetics neuroscience there's yeah and that can help to know you know it can be so a nice support to know that there is science it's not all just woo woo um totally and I mean you you touched upon someone that I I've, I've just yeah follow deeply as well, and that's Dr. Joe Dispenza. I yes. um, I've just I, I reread his book only just recently actually, and you know what it's like. You go back and reread something a few years later, and you're like, oh, you just get all. And it, you're looking at it from a different as like a different person, you know. Especially where I, how far my journey has ta- taken me over the last couple of years, but um. You know, the, the possibilities are endless and that, you know, he talks about having that future self in that meditation and everything. And you're, and you're like, at the beginning, it's like, what? What are you talking about? But if you do the work, <laughs> the magic really does unfold, right? Yes. And that's and that's the thing. It, yes, we have to, but we have to be willing 
to do that work and to to commit to ourselves. Um, yeah, and when we're ready to do that, just absolutely magic starts to to unfold. Um, and yeah, I think Natalie ex, uh, explained that so beautifully in her talk with you about PMDD, how. It's like a magnifying glass, right? And someone else, I can't remember who, refers to PMS or PMDD as a truth serum. Mm. Yeah? It, like it holds a light or a magnifying glass to our wounds, to our traumas, to our limiting beliefs. Um, and so when we can do that work, in whatever form it might take, whatever modality might come into our life, but when we can do that work and dive into our subconscious and update these uh, update all of these imprints that we've been carrying then when when pmdd uh, when our period comes around when we get into that luteal phase those wounds that were triggering us before are no longer there Mm. so we just simply will not be triggered anymore it's not to say that we're going to feel the same at at the beginning of the cycle as we are two weeks into the cycle. I th- a lot of people, are, women are familiar, I think, with the, throughout this, the cycle, we go through these different, the different seasons. So in certain phases, we're more outgoing and others, we more, we, you know, we need to sort of retreat and hibernate and tend to care for ourselves. Um, so I'm very aware of where I am in the cycle and what I need to do. And I listen to that and I honor that. Um, so I will not... If there's some big thing happening and I'm feeling like I need to sort of turn things down in my life, I will honor that and stay home and do my practices um, and not be that outgoing person, busy, 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 do, 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 do. So it's also just learning to to, to read the body and listen to what it's asking for you. Because what PMDD is doing is it's our body screaming at us, asking us for our attention you know and when we yeah when we go within and do that work then those those screams are just no longer necessary um and so I keep nodding. Yes. <laughs> Other people could like see that I'm just sitting here. I'm just sitting here, just nodding this. I reckon I've nodded like a thousand times already to Because <laughs> exactly, it's, you know, PMDD is whatever it is, the universe or whatever, just smacking us over the head. That's exactly what, that's exactly what I said. Yeah. Just to, there's, to find the root cause. It's there. It's, it's there to, to, to make us, get the magnifying glass out and, and search and search. And it may not be the same for everyone, but, um, but it is, yeah, it's, it's telling us to do something and there's that and, and, and listen and tuning into your body, tuning into your heart. Exactly what you, what you said is, is just so, so important. Now, just before you did say something about your practices, I'm hoping that we get to talk about what it is, the magical modality that you're doing Um you're utilizing now and how you're helping yeah. others. Yeah. So my, my journey with PMDD has led me to a modality called conscious connected breath work. Um, and I just want to say that this was not a part of my, I was not working with this in the, while I was still in the, in the throes of PMDD, but yeah, the journey led me, to it and it shares a lot in common with 
the modalities that I have been talking about. Because what breathwork allows you to do is it allows you to penetrate the subconscious. It allows you to get out of your, you know, your your conscious your conscious mind, that overactive thinking mind. It gets you out of your beta brainwave into expanded states of consciousness into theta, sometimes gamma, sometimes even super consciousness when you're doing this breath work. Um, and maybe just to explain very briefly what you do during conscious connected breath work, and then I'll go into a little bit more about um, what, yeah, what can happen when you work with this modality. Yes, please. But uh, my daughter has just drawn me a beautiful rainbow heart. I'm holding it up and I'm sending this to all of the women oh it's so beautiful thank you thank you (laughs) um but with conscious connected breath work what you're doing is it's breath work you're breathing without pause inhale exhale it's a seamless breath the inhale merges with the exhale um and when you breathe like this at a moderate pace for an extended period of time, what happens is that your body starts – hold on, Lily. Just give me a few minutes. Your body starts to um, – you start to increase the oxygen levels in your body and decrease the carbon dioxide levels in your body. And what happens is with this enhanced oxygenation, you enter into these – uh, yeah, non-ordinary states of consciousness. Your body releases DMT. Um, and some of you may be familiar or may know already that when we're born and when we die, our body releases DMT. Um, and also a number of plants contain DMT. Think ayahuasca. The difference is that with breath work, you are in control, you are in the driver's seat. So if at any point things become too overwhelming, you can simply slow down your breath. Um, But yeah, when you enter these expanded states and these different brain waves, you access different brains, it's part, part of the brain that you don't normally have access to, the limbic brain, and you can then access um sort of wisdom and codes and deep insight that you don't have access to in your normal waking life in that monkey monkey mind. Um, and so you can tap into these uh, self-sabotaging beliefs um, that we were, that you were coded with, you know, often during childhood, I think up until the age of seven, you know, we're like sponges soaking up everything in our environment, from our parents, from our caregivers. And often during these formative years, we don't have the capacity or the wherewithal to to process these traumas and micro traumas as they are occurring. Um, And with breath work, we didn't feel safe in that moment, you know, necessarily to, to express. And with breath work, what can happen is, you know, we're in a we're in a safe space. If you're with the right, if you're with the right facilitator, and you're feeling really like you're in a safe container, you're safe to to meet these tender parts of yourself, these parts that you have suppressed from childhood or from in the womb or even further back, maybe past lives from your ancestors. Um, 
you now have an opportunity to meet these tender parts of yourself, these parts that have been really buried, um, to meet them as a compassionate witness. And this is what happened, for example, in Daphne's session with the RTT. I could revisit this moment in my life as an adult, as a compassionate witness, you know? And that's where this, where, where if you can be witness to these things as they surface, instead of shutting down, instead of restricting your breathing, as, 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 which is what we have done um, in the past, um, then there's just real potential for, for healing to take place. We, we witness these things as they arise. We, ex- we allow ourselves to express them. You know, maybe we cry or we scream or we shake or, um, yeah, just express fully to let these things move through us and move out of us. We release the stagnant energy that has been trapped in our bodies and we make way for higher vibrational tones or octaves to anchor in, um, yeah, because when all, when all this the shit that has been sort of running our running our lives, when we can move that out, let it release, so that we can sort of yeah heal. That's when yeah, that's when the magic happens. And I'm not going to say have a breathwork session and then that's that's you done sorted. No, but <laughs> like with these other modalities that I've been talking about, it can. F- be a powerful tool that serves as part of your sort of holistic maybe package. Yeah. As part yeah. of your as part of your process. So yeah, it's a very it's a really beautiful tool. You can just release things that have been holding you back um, and keeping you stuck for your life, you know, for your whole life. One session, in one session, you can just have such profound uh, shifts. Um, I, so, I agree, yeah. and, I, and I think that um, I mean, recently, especially this year, I've definitely gone on a few breathwork journeys that have been quite intense. And I can't, I don't know exactly which breathwork mode you know we use, yeah. um, but I definitely was tapping into something higher and greater. And I, I, I was get, I was like you said, you know, the downloads, the codes, they were coming to me very yeah. clear on specific. Yeah. And I, and I always went in with specific intentions of things that were happening in my life that I wanted answers for, or I wanted assistance with. And they, you know, sometimes they came, sometimes they didn't or that, or something else would come in. Um, and they're like, no, 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 you're not supposed to be working on that. You need to be working on this. And you're like, oh, okay. So they were very profound one-off sessions that would happen, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. once or twice throughout the month, depending on how many sessions I was doing. But going on just breath work throughout the day, you know, just even, you know, that simple, like just taking those, you know, when you know you've got monkey mind, you know that you're on in the trance, you're on the, the hamster wheel or whatever, or something's happened. And just having that conscious awareness of just being able to go stop take three breaths like there's so much science behind how the it, yes, it, turns, it just it changes it turns to presence it returns you to presence it brings you back into awareness and this is what we this is what this is what we need this is yeah this is the key mm. really and yeah. what I like what you said about yes going in going into into breath work with an intention or calling in your medicine for the journey and um, that can really help to to anchor things for us, but at the same time, 
trusting that our breath is intelligent. It's highly intelligent and it will show you exactly what you need to see. So not necessarily what you're expecting. Let go of those expectations. Um, so sometimes, yeah, yeah, that intention, that will, that's what will come through um, in the journey. And other times, no, the breath is going to show you exactly what you need to see in that, in that journey, in that moment. It just, the breath knows where it needs to go. It'll go where it needs to go. It'll show you what you need to, to see. And my breathwork teacher um, said something, shared something that I really, really like. You know, we, we, we all perform physical hygiene. That's just, it's a given. It's something that we, that, that we practice. But emotional or spiritual or emotional and spiritual hygiene is just as important, um, if not more important, you know. And by, by doing this kind of work, with, whether it's breath work or RTT or another modality, um, we're clearing out blockages, these things that have been keeping us stuck, stuck and uh, trapped. And we're cl- clearing out the old to make way for the new, you know? Um, Absolutely. And Absolutely. So, yeah, I just also to say that the breath work that I, that, that I teach um, or the journeys that I guide are uh, – are an invitation to return to a more sort of therapeutic, gentle, yin, feminine breathwork journeying. I don't know what, what kind of breathwork you have experienced, but there's also there's a sea of really fast, very quick mouth inhalation breathwork journeying happening. And the breathwork that I do, it's really, it's trauma-informed. Um, we breathe in through the nose versus through the mouth. And what that does is is that it activates the parasympathetic nervous system, Mm. um, rest and restore, the relaxation response, in contrast to the mouth inhalation journey, which activates the sympathetic nervous system, the fight or flight or stress response. Because it's such powerful work that we're doing with a method, with a modality like uh, breath work. And if we're not feeling safe within our bodies, um, it can be difficult for us to surrender to the process, to, to meet these things as they are surfacing um, during the breath work. And if we're in that sort of stress response, if we're not feeling safe, what, safe, what can happen is that, you know, a trauma can be uprooted, but because we're feeling <gasps> it can get, instead of, letting it move through our bodies and move out, it can get sort of stuck. And you don't want that to happen because that can be re-traumatizing. So I like to create a really gentle container where we feel where we are, where our nervous systems are regulated, feel are are regulated. You know, we don't want to, most of us are living with dysregulated nervous systems. So unless you've done a lot of breath work before or you have a regulated nervous system, which most of us don't, then I, yeah, I, yeah, I invite anyone who's interested in trying this modality to seek out um, someone who is practicing the mouth, uh, the nose, <laughs> the nose inhalation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it's interesting that you sh- um, that you share that about the facilitator who's taking it because it really does make a difference. Uh, because mm. depending- 
And I guess, but then, and then again, we also have to remember whatever, wherever you are at, that's what's going to happen. Like, you know, sometimes we walk in and we're like, oh, wonder what's going to come up for me. Well, whatever's meant to come up is going to come up. And I wonder how deep I'm going to go. Well, that all depends on where you're at on your journey and everything. But I, I do, I, yeah, you do need to highlight the fact that it's really important depending on who's holding that space as well yeah. for you, makes such a difference to to the breathwork journey in itself. Yeah, and maybe then on, on that note, what I would love to, to offer for anyone who may be interested, I'm not sure how we would go about doing this, but for anyone who might, may be interested to, to take a deep dive into their subconscious to, to access this uh, potentially really deep healing and transformative experiences. Um, I would like to offer that I do an online, uh, maybe with Zoom, an online breathwork journey Mm. um, sometime in the near future, uh, centered or focused um, focused on PMDD and healing from PMDD. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah, I I totally. Well, I mean, I I speak for myself. I'm like, yes, put my hand up. <laughs> I'm always I'm always up for taking the journey. <laughs> I speak I speak for everybody listening in. No, I shouldn't say that. But I think, like you know, once um once we put this to air, I definitely let's have a bit more of a think of how um mm. we can sort of uh, find out from listeners and put something together um in the new year or something because i think uh yeah it's such a it's such a beautiful practice and if you can uh, you know there's uh, like we said there's the the one-off journey that we can go through but if we can also cultivate that throughout our day just because i love what you said like our breath has has so much intelligence and it knows where to go and and it's our it's it's our breath. We're not relying on anyone or anything outside of us. The breath is the master teacher, the master healer. Yeah. The crazy thing is, is that we've got access to it all the all time. All the time. And we all think, oh, it's breathing. It's so simple. I mean, I I know how to breathe, but we're not. Most of us are not breathing properly. We are. Just take a moment now maybe to notice how you're breathing. Is it, is it shallow? Are you breathing into your stomach, into your, into, into your chest? If you look at a, a newborn child, if you look at a baby, they take really deep, full, expansive breaths. They fill up the belly and this air moves up into the chest. It looks, it looks like a wave um, because they haven't contracted and you know tightened up as we have over the years as a protective mechanism. Um, and with breath work, we can, yeah, we start to breathe. We're, bre- we're breathing. We're breathing deeply and properly. And we're opening up. We're opening up to life. The way we breathe can be a metaphor for the way that we are living in our lives. So, yeah, just maybe in the meantime, just not be aware. Become aware of, yeah, how you are breathing. Are you open up to life or are you sort of uh, shut, sort of shut, shut down? to it and when we change the way that we breathe that's going to play out in the way that we respond to to our lives Mm. I love how you said that I think it's like on a re I'm going to reword what you said what you said just earlier how we do one thing is how we do all things yes there we go yeah (laughs) 
you know that's really interesting never thought about thinking about that about the the breathing but it's yeah interesting that's an interesting one so um a question I like to ask anyone that um and I think it's going to be quite obvious but I still like to ask it what was what's been the gift what's been the gift since having your diagnosis of PMDD can you see it as a gift oh I mean yeah (laughs) I I I I hesitate to say it because I know it can sound so offensive depending on where you are in your journey for someone to hear PMDD is a gift like are you batshit crazy um but the journey that my PMDD has led me on, the things that I'm doing today, um, where I am living, the, just the magic and synchronicity and just all the incredible things that are unfolding would not have been if I wouldn't have had PMDD shaking me, you know, and waking me and waking me up. Um, yeah, I wouldn't wish it. I wouldn't wish it on anyone. Oh, 100%. <laughs> and, just know that if you have it, if you're feeling so stuck and desperate, know that there's great potential. Um, it, it offers great potential. Mm. If you, you, yeah, I don't. I could say that more eloquently, <laughs> but um, no, perfect, perfect. Um, and so, and so, tell me how how can people find you? How where can people find you if they want to, you know, reach out and do a breathwork session with you? How do how do yes. they how do they go about it? Maybe maybe yeah. I just I have recently reactivated my my Instagram account. Breathe with Caroline. Caroline with a K. K A R O L I N E. Um. And yeah, so any, to anyone who's listening, whether you're interested in knowing more about breathwork or experiencing breathwork, experiencing your breathwork journey with me, or if you just like to talk, to hear about my story, or just to be to be heard, you know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm here, and I'm so happy to to do that. I really feel. Yeah, I feel called, and I feel this responsibility to. To just yeah, to to share my story and to offer any support that I can because yeah, I've come out the other side of PMDD and I, um, I want to sort of yeah extend that lifeline, extend that life, that light to to anyone else who might who might be needing it. So um, I don't expect anything in return. It's really just it's coming from. <laughs> From my heart, it's a really genuine wish to just offer any hope and inspiration that I that I can. Well, and, and this is um, going back to what you said earlier in the show. You are a success story. You know, you are a an example of the story that you were looking for. You know, at the time, and it's. And I, and I, wish, I wish that I did show these videos because I if only people could see like you are absolutely glowing and you're <laughs> you you can you can feel your vibration your positive energy brain oh. and oh. just to reiterate you are a day or two away from your period like this just wouldn't have happened I know I, yes <laughs> so yes that that those would be my parting words you know if I can do it mm. If I can do it, if I could do it, I really, I believe this healing is available to 
to everyone. Yes. Um, I really, I really do. And yeah, just what you said, the fact that three years ago, I was seeking out those success, those success stories. And now, oh my gosh, I'm one of them. And that's not to say that I don't still have great struggles in my life. I certainly do. And I've been through some really, really tough stuff in the years since, um, since I had that last, that last episode. But the difference is, is that I don't get knocked down in the way that I used to do. And it's not, oh, my gosh, yeah, two weeks now of suffering coming up ahead. You know, that, that regular, that pattern. Now I get knocked over, but I have all these different tools now um, so that I can pick myself up that much quicker. It's, again, something Natalie talks about, uh, about learning to, to surf the waves, to ride, mm. to ride the waves. So, before I just felt like I couldn't come up for air. As soon as I come up for air, I would get pushed down again. And that's just, yeah, it's not the case anymore. And that's hugely because I don't have these unconscious beliefs um, and thought programs mm. operating my life anymore. Mm. Yeah. Yay to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, Thank you so much for sharing your story and all your wisdom. Like I said, I was nodding through the whole thing because <laughs> I just, I loved all the words that you used. They they really did resonate with me and I truly hope that they resonate with others. I'll make sure that I pop all your details in the show notes as per usual. So Caroline, thank you so much for sharing all your knowledge and your vibrancy. Honestly, it's contagious. And I want and I want to say also thank you because it's women like you who are, yeah, in creating this platform where women can share their stories. It's just giving all these other women who are still sort of struggling and stuck, yeah, this, this platform, this, this, this hope. Um, so thank you for doing this very important work. Um, and thank you for giving me the opportunity to share my story here. I really, really appreciate it. I wish I could hug you. <laughs> I know, thank virtual you. hugs. Virtual <laughs> hug. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode. Please ensure that you like, subscribe, follow, or whatever it is that you need to do to keep up to date with new episodes on your podcast listening platform. If you would like to get in touch with me, please email me at the podcast at gmail.com. Please make sure that you follow on Instagram, which is at the underscore PMDD podcast. Thank you so much again. I look forward to chatting with you soon. Much love.